If you're loving this podcast, could you please take a moment to leave a review? If you're on Spotify, tap the podcast title at the top to open the show page. Scroll up to about and tap it. Tap the rating count and leave your stars. If you're on Apple Podcasts, tap the podcast title at the top, scroll down completely to ratings and reviews, and then tap write a review. Rate with stars and optional, you can write a comment. Then tap submit. Thank you so much for your support. Now, time for today's episode. In the spirit of full transparency, I should tell you right now, this is the second time that I have recorded this episode. After I was done recording the first version, I checked the audio and realized that my computer was connected to the wrong microphone, so I wasn't using my Rode Podcaster mic. These are the hiccups that you experience when recording a podcast. But the good news is you're learning from me. And now you know that you should always double check which microphone your recording device is connected to. (laughs) So here we go. Take two. 88% of podcast listeners tune into podcasts when they're alone. And the average podcast listener is loyal to eight shows a week and listens to a majority of every episode they listen to, no matter the episode length. So what does this teach us? Competition for attention is fierce on other content channels like Instagram, Facebook, etc., where the average engagement length is less than 20 seconds. But a podcast listener devotes an average of 27 minutes or longer to each podcast episode. And unlike a TV show or Instagram that numbs the mind, a podcast is a conversation that stimulates instead. A podcast accompanies us in our daily activities, like commuting, cooking, working out, or taking a walk, for example. This creates an intimacy unparalleled by anything else we know today. And guess what? The listener craves that intimacy. In fact, in one study conducted in 2020, 66% of podcast listeners said that listening to podcasts made them feel less lonely. Therefore, You should do everything humanly possible to create that intimacy the listener desires. Because if you don't, there are many other podcasts that a listener might devote their time to instead. This is why it's time to learn how to stop alienating your listeners and instead start connecting with them. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jamie Kennedy, executive podcast producer at Brave Moon Podcasts. We've produced podcasts for Virgin Active Health Clubs, Functional Training Institute, well-being coaches and speakers, and many more. I started this podcast to show you that creating your own podcast from home is entirely achievable. No, really, I'm recording and editing this podcast, my very first solo podcast, from the comfort of my home with my road podcaster, Mike, my trusty MacBook, and my dog rigs at my feet. My goal is to share everything I'm learning from this podcast that will ultimately help you produce your own podcast. Plus, I'm including all of the insider secrets I've learned along the way being a podcast producer for some of the top health and fitness brands on the charts today. So whether you're a small business owner, health and fitness professional, or a wellness enthusiast looking to boost your brand through podcasting, this podcast is for you. For a comprehensive list of the equipment and software my clients use, head to my website and grab my free start a podcast guide. 
I've condensed months of research into this guide, offering you the industry's best choices. Download it today. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's jump into it. How to connect better to your audience. When you're thinking about connecting with your audience, you might feel the desire to assure your listeners of your status. You might feel that you need to somehow validate your skills or popularity. It's our natural instinct to look desirable. So it can be a tough pill to swallow when you discover the fastest way to grow is by eliminating all of those natural instincts. The new way to show up is to focus on authenticity and speaking from the heart. Podcast listeners want you to share your hardships and challenging days, not just your Pinterest-worthy days. Listeners don't want perfect. They want normal. They want to know they're not alone in their thoughts, desires, beliefs, and struggles. They want a podcast that gets them. They want to know your quirks, your deepest desires, your struggles, all of it. I know you might be wondering right now, what are your quirks, Jamie? What are your deepest desires and struggles? I'm not going to go into too much of a tangent here, but I think it's important in the spirit of this topic to share something with you about me. I won't get too off track here, I promise, but I will share this. Okay. I have spent most of my life feeling like I'm not smart enough. I wanted to be a lawyer when I was a kid, but I squashed that idea when I got my first B. I mean, it wasn't the B that did it, okay? I think it was deeply engraved in me that I somehow wasn't smart enough. Whether nature or nurture or on the playground or at home, I started to believe that I wasn't smart enough to be a lawyer or really to be in a quote-unquote smart career. I honestly think that's why I've chosen such an unconventional career path, starting in sales, working my way into marketing, and now podcasts. I've often found myself trying on new career hats just to see which one fits best, afraid to commit to one fully, or rather feeling like an imposter in each hat that I've tried on. Even to this day, I admit I have a lot of moments where I realize on reflection that I was being defensive or trying to preserve my self-image simply because I didn't want to look, for lack of a better word, stupid. I hate that word. I'd like to share here that it's a struggle I've overcome, but the truth is I'm still in the throes of it. Some days, even now, I feel like an imposter. Not because I don't believe that I know a lot about podcasting. I mean, I do. I know a lot about podcasting. But really, it's because I'm afraid that what if there's someone out there that knows it way better than me? It's a really scary place to be and something really vulnerable to share with you. But I don't want to sit here and try to say that I've already overcome that imposter syndrome because I haven't. And that in itself is really hard for me to share with you because oftentimes I try to cover my struggles up with how I've overcome them. And I guess I just want to sit with you for one moment and say, This is one struggle I haven't been able to overcome. So that's it. That's what I am sharing. I think when we share our struggles with each other, we find space where we can perhaps heal together. If you can relate at all, or you have some great advice for me, I invite you to send me a DM. One thing about podcasting is it can be a little lonely on this side of the mic, unsure of the full effect you're really having. Sure, I've gotten a few messages sharing a listener's experience with my podcast, but 
it would be wonderful to see the full effect. And who knows, maybe it'll even help me with my imposter syndrome. So please feel free to share your own experience or give me advice on how I might be able to overcome this. I would be very grateful. And I promised you, I wouldn't get too off track here, so I'm putting us back on the rails. So yes, introducing your quirks, your struggles, and flaws is a wonderful way to connect with your audience. So let's talk about the ways you might be alienating your listener without even realizing it. First off, I harp on this a lot. You should start saying listener instead of listeners, plural. It feels natural to say listeners and other plural nouns like you guys or all of the listeners. And I'm sure you've heard it countless times in podcasts before, but that doesn't mean it's the right wording. A listener who is alone subconsciously believes they are having an intimate experience with you, the host. And just as a reminder, that's 88% of listeners out there. So when you use the word listeners, plural, a listener will detach for a moment, even a brief moment, from your story and pull away. So anything you can do to keep a listener engaged is best. Try switching to singular nouns, such as listener or you. Later in this episode, I'll give you a few more ideas for nicknames on what you can call your listener. Don't be afraid to get intimate and speak as if it's only you and the listener. Say things like, hey, it's you and me here. Chatting about, insert podcast subject here. Another way you might be alienating your listeners is if you're posting a live session without giving context. What I mean by live session is that you either recorded a live event, such as at a conference or interviewed someone on social media live, for example. I love multi-purpose, repurposed content as much as any good content creator does. But a pre-recorded live session will turn off a listener, especially without context. Therefore, it is my recommendation that you do not use live sessions as podcast episodes at all. So if you can re-record content specifically for your podcast, that is best. But I completely understand that is not always possible. Sometimes the content is just way too good to pass up. A perfect example of this is when you have a special guest that was at a live event that you can't get to come back to re-record a podcast episode with you. Completely understandable. So if you decide to use a live session as a podcast, then start the podcast episode with an introduction specifically for the podcast. Explain what's coming and why it's essential to include the live version in your episode. Finish with an outro summarizing takeaways from the live session. Watch your listener retention increase after you provide more intimate context. Another way you might be alienating your listener is by alienating a certain gender, age, or personal belief as someone who shouldn't listen to your podcast. Ouch. Nothing hurts a listener more than falling in love with a podcast and then discovering the host doesn't think they're the one listening. Every podcast should indeed know who its target audience is, and you can speak to your target audience, absolutely. But unless you're from a polarizing group that must define their audience as separate from others, don't single out a different person from your target audience and tell them not to listen or make fun of them or make them feel less than your target audience. It is the fastest way to lose a loyal listener. One other simple way you might be alienating your listener without realizing it is by discussing the day, time, and weather of a singular place. 
See, you record your podcast in one location, at a certain time, in a certain year, but you may have a listener tuning in from across the globe at a different time of day and perhaps even in a different year. Incredible, right? We can post an episode that anyone in the world can listen to at any time. But it's never a good idea to speak about your environment as if all listeners are experiencing the same. For example, don't start an episode with good morning unless your podcast is literally called good morning or the podcast should be listened to in the morning. Like, for example, a morning meditation. Other than that, identifying your time of day, the listener will immediately feel alienated if they're listening to your episode at any other time of day. It's okay to call out the rainy weather you're having, but remember to counter that with how the listener might be experiencing something different. Remove these alienating habits and begin to see improvements in your listener loyalty. Now I'll share five hacks you can work toward creating connection and intimacy with your podcast listeners. Hack number one, be consistent with your publishing schedule. A listener wants to rely on your podcast like a friend. So, like two friends who grab a coffee on a Tuesday morning, publish your episode at the same time every week. Your listener will start to build your new episode into their weekly routine. This consistency creates an unspoken agreement between your listener and your podcast. That's huge. Now, to be clear, a weekly cadence is only one option for your podcast. Many successful podcasts are biweekly, so every other week, monthly, or even daily, all of these cadences work. The only caveat is that you just need to be clear with your audience exactly when they can anticipate a new episode from you and then staying consistent with that publishing schedule. Hack number two, solve problems and entertain. Your podcast is not about your brand or services. Your podcast is about the problems that your brand solves. So think of your target audience and imagine a problem that the listener might be having. For example, if you're a personal trainer for women in their 40s, what issues do they face daily, weekly, monthly? Does your listener have trouble prioritizing the gym with her kid's schedule? Work towards solving that problem in your episodes. If you're struggling to come up with your dream listener's biggest struggles, check out my podcast niche brainstorming worksheet. It's free to download and will help you generate and come up with ideas about your target audience specifically. Link is in the show notes. Hack number three, give your listener a nickname. One simple technique that works well is establishing an endearment term for your audience. Instead of saying, hey guys, or hey podcast listeners, because you know I hate the plural version, come up with a new singular identifier. A couple of examples could be, Hello, dear one, or hi, pod friend, or hi, mate. Hopefully your Aussie accent is better than mine. These are singular terms of endearment that help a listener feel connected with you. Hack number four, include a review, testimonial, or voicemail from a listener. This simple act drops the curtain between the host and the audience. It lets the listener be more than just a listener. A great example of a podcast doing this well is the Shameless podcast based in Australia. Each week, they feature a voicemail from a listener sharing their opinion about a podcast topic. It's a brilliant show of intimacy. You can use a platform like Telby to request listeners leave voicemails. Link to that is in the show notes. Hack number five, 
speak from the heart and with authenticity. This might sound like the vaguest of all my recommendations, but it is by far the most important. People love realness. They don't want to hear how perfect your life is or how easy it is to do big things. Instead, they want to hear your survival stories so they can learn and grow from your experience as if it was their own. So don't be afraid to share your hard truths along with your wins. If you show up with authentic opinions and advice, your listeners will look at you as trustworthy. And the more trust they have in you, the more intimate the podcast experience becomes. There you have it. Thank you again so much for joining me on your podcasting journey. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. It helps people like you find this podcast as well. Until the next episode, keep those conversations flowing and keep being the amazing powerhouse that you are. And as always, remember that consistency, authenticity, and promoting your podcast are key to your success. Happy podcasting.